Thank you for tuning in to the Repairs of the Breach podcast. We pray that this message reach, repair, and restore as our pastor, Calvin King, delivers a message from God. told you I play word with friends and I realized that that fear is one of the elements that the devil is using in this time and you cannot get faith out of fear I don't care how you add this up I don't care how many letters you switch around you can't get faith out of fear you understand me so let's go now to James chapter one and everybody been hitting this now okay uh, we had a, a 930 class some of you need to start coming to 930 class because we're teaching on some awesome stuff okay all right 930 class is awesome. It's open not just for ministers, but it's open for you too. In this day and time, you need to stop listening to what the devil said and say, should I go to church? <laughs> Baby, you need to be in church. Every day is open. You need to be fussing at me. But Pastor, we need church open seven days a week. You need to figure this out because I need my spirit strong enough. Amen? And watch the people around you who are trying to tell you, you going to go to church today? You went to your work. You went to your job. You flew on the airplane. Now you're going to ask me about church. You're playing with the devil. All right. Miss King, James 1, verse 2 through 5. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete needing nothing. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Now, I know you read that. I know you just heard her say that. But, Father, I pray that you open up their spirit that they might hear what you're saying to the church. God's saying this, dear brother and sister, not if. When trouble of any kind come your way. This coronavirus is trouble. It's trouble in the whole economy. I talked to people over at China because we've been talking about buying this video wall. She said, it's dying down over here. I said, well, it's just increasing over here. I said, the grocery stores are being sold out. She said, LOL, why? I said, you must not have been to America. We're going to get our food. The medicine might stay there, but we're going to get our food. <laughs> we're going to eat, okay? That's the first thing. We're going to eat, and we're going to buy some water. You have water shortage? No. We're just buying it because it's there. So the thing that we are doing is foolishness before others. And I'm sorry. Some of you all have went out there and bought all the water you can. I know that. If it, if, when it died down, not if, but when it died down, you can still drink your water. So it's not wrong that you bought water, okay? I'm not saying don't go to the grocery store and get your groceries. I'm not saying this. I'm saying according to your faith, be it unto you. Your faith going to dictate what you do. And then you have to determine, am I doing this in faith or am I doing this in fear? God requires us to do all things in fear. That that we do not, I mean in faith. That that we do not do in faith, it becomes sin. You're going to get mad at all them people in the grocery store. You there? So watch this. 
He said, when trouble of all kind, of any kind, come your way, consider it an opportunity. Opportunity for what? For joy. Now I know I can tell somebody about this God that I have. Because now they're listening. They want to find out why you're standing so strong, why you believe it so strong. Well, whatever come on you, it's not going to take me out. Because God got a purpose and plan for my life. Just like any other cold or so, I might catch a cold, but it ain't going to catch me. My parents used to tell you need to outrun that. You need to starve that cold. You need to feed that fear. I mean, that faith, that, that fever. You hear what I'm saying? So what we've got to do is realize that this is an opportunity for us to minister the truth. You've got it in you. How else are you going to get it out? It happened the same way in the early church. They had all this word, and they weren't doing nothing until they found out that they were killing Christians. And then they got up and went everywhere trying to hide. But what they were doing was taking the word with them. So the word went with them, and they started sharing the gospel. So what God's trying to do now is get you to carry the word with you wherever you go. When people call you, they start talking about this, oh, this, this coronavirus, guess what? It's an opportunity for you to share your faith in Jesus. That if this thing does come and take all of us out, guess what? We have a home. What about you? Instead of operating in fear, I don't know what we're going to do. You do know what you're going to do. You've been trained. You've been equipped. You've been prepared for a moment like this. You should be ready. If the world not ready, shame on them. That's why God sent you into the world. You've been born for a time such as this. So don't act like the world. That's why I said don't copy the behaviors of this world. You're different. Verse 3. For you know that when your faith is what? That's all that's happening. Your faith is being tested right now. So you tell me what kind of grade you have. Number one, you hear, praise God. Some of the other church members sitting at the house trying to watch everything and watch TV, their faith is not active. And the devil is going to pull them into his kingdom through fear. That's going to be an exchange. Some of you have some loved ones who didn't come today because they're afraid to gather. Well, we're supposed to be sitting six feet apart. Really? Really? How, many, how far apart were you in that grocery store last night? You can't go nowhere with your family because you can't get six feet in that car, especially if you've got a big-sized family. Well, I trust my family. No, baby. You can't protect your family from everything. Only Jesus can. So he says that when this testing time comes, is an opportunity for your faith to grow or your endurance level. You know what? God said, how much can you deal with before you freak out? What's your level of endurance? Some of you right now find out, ooh, I done gave in to this thing. I'm just scared. I done started freaking out. I done started buying this, buying that. I got everything in my house now. Y'all remember Y2K? Some of us still living off the stuff we saved up or we bought during Y2K. 20 years later, you still got enough food in your pantry. Canned goods and all that stuff that you still eating off today. You didn't have to go to the grocery store. Why? I got stuff left over from Y2K. Really? Really? Come on. The devil playing with this right here. All right? So let's get it together. So God's saying, I'm allowing this to happen so that you can see where you are and your endurance level is. 
How are you faring? I think I'm doing pretty good. I'm not afraid to hug anybody. Did they hug y'all? Anybody hug anybody at the door when they came in? Praise God. Okay. You ain't scared. They say, hey, I know we had a meeting with our people. And I say, I need y'all to think on the level of some of the people, and I need to thank you on the level of other people because we will have to make our church adjustable to all people. Well, when you come to that door, everybody don't want to hug. Okay? I call Miss Shirley this morning. If they don't want to hug, don't even simple. Don't even act like you're going to hug them. Have an uh, envelope in their hand. If they reach out to hug you, then hug them back. If they don't want to be hooked, let them go on in the church. Love and fellowship. Everybody's supposed to love and fellowship. I said, let's not. I'm not going to do love and fellowship. I'm going to skip it. I'm going to see how it's going to happen. I'm going to ask the people that they miss anything. Some stuff is traditional. I know. Okay. So if you didn't hug nobody love and fellowship, it's because we didn't have it. Okay. If you want to hug somebody when you leave, let's do it. If they say, oh, that means they don't want to hug. Okay. If they want to elbow bump like president did, elbow bump it. But you got six feet. You got close enough. So you're still violating some principles that the world put in place. You fist bump. I'm okay. Whatever you want to do, just be in faith when you do it. So now when I fist bump people, in the name of Jesus, bam. Wonder twin power, activated. <laughs> now they got their healing. Y'all think I'm crazy. I'm trying to give you a way to handle this thing and continue to live your life. All right? You hear me? Call me crazy or whatever. But if you tune in and it ain't nobody here but me, I'm still going to be saying the same thing. Ain't nothing changed. This is who I am. This is the way I am. Be the same. Be what God created you to be, a person of faith, not of fear. All right? So let it grow. When your endurance is fully developed, I mean, there's a process of growing with your endurance. There's a process of level that you're growing. So your faith has to grow. You can't stay where you are. And the only way it's going to make it grow is God got to allow some things to come into your way to make you hit your knees and stand on your faith. All right? So he said you would be perfect, complete, having need of nothing. The reason why you still got all these needs floating in your life because your endurance hadn't grown in it. You let anything come into your head and mess you up when God's trying to bless you. Now, we believe that in the last days, something's going to happen where the church is going to be full of people. Are you ready to be able to handle those who come to you? And you don't know what's going to make them come in. It could be a virus. It could be a, a nuclear attack or whatever. But whatever it is, they're going to go to the church because the church is going to be the only place that's going to have some real solid truth for them to have. They're looking at CNN. They're looking at WBN, ABN, all these news. They can't find truth. So they believe in what they hear. I heard a newscast the other day. I called my sister and said, listen to this. Turn on. He got on a conviction because he knew that they weren't telling everybody the truth. He had to tell them what they needed in order to make those ratings go up and people tune into their station. He might not have a job next week, but still he told the truth. God will take care of it. All right. So he says, you should be complete having nothing. Watch this, what he says, and what does come from? Verse 5, if you need wisdom, ask. In other words, God said in this day and time of this testing, you need to know or be in contact with your God so you'll know what to do. You need wisdom. When sickness comes upon me, I already hear the Holy Ghost. Go get your, your access plus. I can buy it off the counter. God knows 
that I can get this virus out of you through sweat or whatever. So he tell me what to get to do that. And it has to be God because the devil can tell you to go get some jack. Okay, you can't go get that, all right? I, I guess you could. I don't know. But make sure the voice that you're hearing is of God, okay? So I knew when I got it what it makes me do. So I know now I put faith in it. I heard from God, and then I sweat it out. In the morning time, I get up, and I expect for it to be gone. If it ain't gone, I'm going to take me two more accessors, and it's gone. Understand? So whatever God been using to get, your, get his message to you is through wisdom. So you're going to have to hear from God during this time. Young folks, you're going to have to hear from God during this time. Don't ever, create, don't ever cut your God out. All right? All right. So um, and he said, you won't be rebuked for asking. God's not going to make fun of you because you're asking him for some wisdom. God, I need to know what to do with this, this carnal thing. I, I need to know it. I need to know what to happen. Okay? All right. So now this is the big one. There's no reason to fear. It is my great honor to declare Sunday, March 15th, as a national day of prayer. We are a country that throughout our history has looked to God for protection and strength in times like these. No matter where you may be, I encourage you to turn towards prayer in, in, in an act of faith. Together, we will easily prevail. President Donald Trump. And some of y'all hate the man so bad, he just called for a national day of prayer. You know what? I'm about to say y'all crazy, but I'm not going to say that. He called for a national day of prayer today and asked all of us to pray. And he said one key thing. Watch this. I encourage you to turn towards prayer and, and act of faith. In other words, when you pray, you're saying, I believe you, God. He asked, watch this, I encourage you to turn towards prayer in an act of faith, meaning you've got to do something to show that you believe. Then he said, together, we will, what? Easily prevail. In other words, this thing ain't bad as they telling y'all. This is from the President of the United States of America telling you we're going to easily prevail if you act in your faith. Amen? Amen. You better. <laughs> I'm not getting political up here, but I, I'm about to tell you something. I'm just going to stay with, this, with my, my message because y'all won't like me if I do. All right. One of the most frequent commands in the Bible is what? Do not fear. It is a command from God. Do not fear. Fear causes us to reduce the size of our God and enlarge the opinion of man. Watch what fear is doing. It feeds you so much, so much, so much, so much until you start looking at the situation, coronavirus, higher than you lifting up God. So now, chronovirus become bigger than God. Really? You'll do things for the chronovirus that you won't do for God. Watch how we switch on him. This thing can't be bigger than our God. 
So we can't glorify it. We can't give it the glory. And I know that's all that the news tells you. You can't listen to Christian radio without everybody pushing it down your throat. So you may have to turn some stuff off. I'm asking that this congregation for this week until the kids go back to school, and I know it's going to be tough, at 6 o'clock, from 6 o'clock at night to 6 o'clock in the morning to fast and pray. Now, you ain't got to pray from 6 a.m. always 6, from 6 p.m. to always 6 a.m., but during those hours, those 12 hours, find some time to pray. If you're working and it's normally the time that you're on time to eat, then find you another 12 hours where you can go without, without eating and pray. You can drink some water, but no food, no nothing after 6 o'clock. Prayer. Fasting. Until the kids can get back into school. Well, Shelby County might go back for this. And you know what? You know that. Whatever you do, do it in faith. Amen? And if you're not willing to do it, that's fine. Just set up straight. Nobody never know you're in rebellion. All right. So, fear causes us to seek agreement with man rather than to rely on the voice of God. Sometimes you get so far in the fear, you don't want to hear what nobody has to say spiritually. There could be somebody who's full of faith come to you and talk to you, and because you got so much fear in it, you label them. You talk about them. And you say, they are holier than thou. I can't stand them. Oh, I saw you use some, 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 some Perel. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with you using a Perel. Ain't nothing wrong with you using Dr. Tishner, too. So God don't mind you doing whatever you can do to take care of yourself as long as you stand in faith. Amen? Be balanced in your approach to God, but come at the world with all you got in faith. All right, here we go. Joshua 1 and 9. Uh, what did they say? C-O-R, Corvo, how do they pronounce it? Corvic, Covid. C-O-V-I-D. What's the other thing behind it? So I can believe COVID or I can believe Joshua. Both of them say one and nine. Ms. King, tell me what Joshua one and nine says. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. COVID-19 or COVID-19 says you need to stay in the house, stay away from people, and don't touch them. Joshua 1 now said, be strong. Don't be afraid. Be courageous. Show some strength. Why? Because the Lord your God is with you. Whose report will you believe? COVID-19 can only tell you about what's going on. This disease, this, this, this. It's magnifying that disease of the coronavirus. But Joshua magnifies our God. And he said, I command you, I don't care what COVID-19 said, I command you, don't be afraid. God saying, you better not be afraid. So he's making you stay, he's making you pick a side. He's making you do that. So now every time you see COVID-19, I want you to think about Joshua 1 and 9. 
God's always got a hidden message, just like the devil always got a hidden agenda. 911 goes on everybody's mind, but we should be thinking about Psalms 91, verse 1. I want you to see this part because it's going to really, really, really help you out. When faith departs, fear shows up in the mind. The worst thing that can ever happen. So the devil had to get this faith out your head and out your heart for you to see what he's showing you in fear. Because in faith, you can't see this. That's too deep for you. If you're full of faith, you can't see COVID-19 because it has no bearing on you. It has no effect on you. So what the devil has to do is saturate your mind with fear so he can get you to see what he wants you to see. Because when he can get enough in your head about what everybody's saying, then he allows fear to come in, and then you see all these people dying. They say, how many people dying? The first woman in the United States that was diagnosed it went home healed. They didn't tell you that one. They didn't tell you that. Why? Because that's going to bring faith back to your mind. The Bible says we're not ignorant to the devil's devices. Get out of fear and stay in your faith. I guarantee you, there's going to be, an economy is already suffering. There's going to be some place that's going to shut down. And then what you going to do? You're going to have to have, find some kind of way to survive. Now you're depending on the government that they're going to pay you. The government is promising you a holiday. Tell the employee, a small bit, I'm a small businessman. This, if the government tell me I got to pay my people and I've got to pay you and you're not at work, when are you going to come back? Because <laughs> by the time my money run out, I guarantee you, you won't have a job to come back to. So what's your plan? You're going to stay off until I run out of money, then we both out of money. The world has some crazy ways of handling things. That's why we got to trust what God has to say. The government, this thing is bigger than the government. The Bible said, and the government should rest on his shoulders. Until the government can go back and ask God, God, what should I do? We're going to always have some issues. Watch what goes on in your head. Don't let this thing dominate your mind. Miss King, Job 3.25. For the thing which I greatly feared has come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is coming to me. The devil know this scripture. He was there when Job. He put Job through so much trial that he found out what Job was thinking. He know now if I keep bombarding Job's mind, I can bring this thing on him. So the devil is using television to bombard your mind with what the devil desires is for your life. The thing that he can get you to fear the most will come upon you. That went over your head. If you fear this coronavirus, it will come upon you. Well, Pastor, you done messed me up now. No, I don't. I'm making you stand on your faith. Trust God. See, 
Some of you have the ability to be able to say, you know what, I'm not going to catch this fluid. You sanitize your house, you do everything, you kill every germ. Do the same thing. Sanitize your house, kill every germ. Do what you can do and watch God say, I'm going to act in faith with your faith. If you'd like to learn more about the repairs of the Breach Ministry, please visit us at rotbchurch.org. Want to stay connected to the church updates and news? Text ROTB to 24587. 24587. Thank you for listening, and may God bless you.